My name is Candy Cantrell, and you are listening to the Seriously Eve podcast. If you've ever picked your will over what God intended, the good news is we are forgiven. And what the enemy meant for evil, our Father God can turn to good. Happy to have you join this journey with us as we discover our worth through the God that chose Eve and chose you and me. I cannot believe it is already the end of January. What is happening? It's gone so fast. And I know for myself personally, it has been a month of, uh, I'm not going to lie, we had some trials. And I, I think the minute that you say, I want change, I want you to grow me, God, I want to uh, just be sure that I'm in your will, I want to do better Physically and spiritually, I think the enemy is just standing there waiting, saying, here I come. I'm going to throw you every curveball I can. Today is is the last day of our 24 uh, Seriously Eve Reset Fast. So it feels so good to have made it through to this end. And did I do everything perfectly? Absolutely not. There are days that I feel like I kind of stumble and face planted. But overall, what I can see is amazing growth. And I have some testimonies where God has answered some prayers. One that I have shared with you, I feel like he showed me some things that I can do for my physical health. And that was in the way of natural vitamins and different things and some things that I maybe was eating that was bothering my system. So I I felt like he gave me clarity and guidance with that. But there was some things even in our family that I was praying for that God answered. And I just today have to say, thank you, God. In the midst of the trials, the tribulations and everything else. Thank you, God. I learned so much. And so through that, I can't help but to just feel like I need to talk about our journey and how much God has that he wants us to be involved in. But also, no matter what, God's hand is going to move, whether we submit to it or not, he's going to move. And I am just saying, I want to be a part of that movement. I want God for you to show me how I can be used of you. And I want to be open and vulnerable to just let you work out your plan in my life. The other day I was watching on YouTube, this kid, he's, he's not Amish, but he lives an Amish life. And he, his name is Titus. And my husband and I were watching him and we just fell in love with this kid, this barefoot evangelist who's going around and spreading the word of God. Now, I don't recommend hitchhiking, but I this is part of the story. So Titus and this guy decide they are, well, they didn't decide. Titus felt like God was calling him to go to Nashville. So the two of them were hitchhiking and on their way, they would get a car ride that would get them to a certain destination and they may have to wait for a while. There was one stop where I think it was three hours that they were just kind of hanging out and waiting for the next vehicle. And All along the way, Titus has this happy-go-lucky attitude. He is just so blessed to be serving God, and he knows God's in control. He doesn't have a care in the world. He is just accepting the fact that whatever is taking place is in God's hands. And it just made me think about 
how as we are going along in our life and the plan that God has for us, there are times where we might be in a little bit of a delay and our flesh wants to kind of freak out. We want to be in control and just know exactly what is the next step, God. And sometimes we have to be like Titus and just say, I trust him. For whatever reason, I guess the person that I need to witness to is not quite to this point on the highway where he's going to pick he or she's going to pick me up and I'm going to be able to share with them the love of Jesus. Or maybe I'm being delayed a little bit because I need to get to Nashville at a certain time. He just was really resting in the fact that God was in control of his journey. And it inspired me this week. It got me thinking about just things in my life and how, Lord, I want to just know, I want to have such peace that I don't have to worry because I'm relinquishing control of all of it and knowing that you're going to use me, you're going to show me, and I'm going to be where I need to be when I need to be there. And for all of the times that are are frustrating, maybe that three hour wait that, you know, he was feeling in that time, you're teaching me something and I'm growing. And it also put my mind in this whole wonder of God, because there was somebody who passed away and, and my husband was kind of shaken that maybe he didn't get to talk to him one more time or try to witness to him. And, and in that, I was saying, you know, God knew ahead of time, he knows everything. He knew that maybe you weren't going to, but if that person was going to give their life to the Lord, I feel like he would have put someone there who would have talked to him. And so you need to relinquish that feeling of, oh my goodness, maybe the soul didn't make it to heaven because it was my responsibility. And I didn't, I wasn't able to, to reach him where he was at. And I started thinking about how God is going to have things happen, whether or not we submit and we want to be a part of it. Or we say, no, I, I'm still, I'm still not ready. I'm still stuck here and I'm not ready to move on to point B. And it got me thinking about when we just talked about Moses recently and how Pharaoh, he was worried that the Israelites were going to have too much control because there was too many of them as he was persecuting them and using them as slaves to grow his kingdom. And so he, he said that all male Israelites had to be put to death. And so he was having them drown in the river. And it really hit me after this episode aired that, you know, God used Moses's mother to put him in the same river that Pharaoh was ending all of these babies lives. And even though Pharaoh had that hard heart, God used his daughter to fulfill the plan. Pharaoh's daughter takes him up and raises this prophet who will then eventually free all of the parents, grandparents of those babies that died in that water that Pharaoh had put to death. I just was blown away with it. Just thinking about how God's hand, he moved even without the help of someone as powerful as Pharaoh. He moved, he moved with that one baby who he saved from being put to death to free those people. And so today then I was starting to think about God just kept putting Paul in in my mind. And I didn't know why, because I couldn't think about how exactly this was going to tie together with the two. And so as I started reading again about Paul back when he was Saul and how he was persecuting the Christians and how he had such a hard heart 
to the Christians and how God had to take him on his journey as he was uh, headed to Damascus to deliver letters to the um, synagogue to stop people who are following Christ. As he's on his journey, God appears and blinds him and talks to him. So he gets to Damascus and then God works through another person to come and say, lay hands on him and pray over him to have him be healed. But how then out of his short journey, God starts this process and thank God that Saul at the time listens and he begins to spread the gospel. So here we have the exact opposite of Pharaoh. We have somebody who now is submitting to God's plan. And when Saul originally was attacking the Christians, he did not want this movement to expand and to grow. And so now here he is, he is now going to go on this adventure as he ends up becoming Paul. He starts spreading the gospel. And as God walks out his path in his journey, God ends up doing the thing that Saul originally was trying to stop. So I just this morning, as I'm thinking of these two different stories, just how much God's hand is going to move and it's up to us whether we want to be a part of that plan. And so that's kind of my thoughts this morning is God help us, help us to know when we're in our flesh and we are acting out and we're doing what we think is supposed to be your plan, but it's actually just us making things happen. Help us to know God when we need to pause and just trust that even though I, I maybe you're wanting to start a business and you're just thinking, this is what I want to start, but you're willing to say, God, I, I, I'll pause. I will pause right here and believe that, you know, whatever that journey is, you're going to make the, you know, just like waiting on that car to pick you up. You're going to give me the momentum I need in the direction that I need to go. And you're going to team up people with me that are going to uh, be for me. And, and in the process, maybe I'll be able to witness to somebody and be a testimony. But God, I trust you that if this thing that I have planned out isn't exactly what you want, that, that you'll help me, that you'll help me and show me what it is, because I am telling you that if you walk out exactly what it is that you want, you may you may find some happiness. But when you walk out exactly what God wants, the joy that you're going to have is going to be a joy you never even knew possible. And so often I believe that. Uh, in the waiting, we might miss God's opportunity for us because we make our own opportunity happen. And if we will just be vulnerable to say, God, I'm willing to wait for the directions that you have. Uh, maybe it's that in the process, because we're so frustrated with the things aren't going, the journey isn't happening the way that we believe it should be. We're not pressing into God because we're mad. We're frustrated. But if we would just say, I don't understand God. I don't understand why the delay, but I'm going to, I'm going to get into your word and I am going to read and I am going to study what you have to say. Well, guess what? In that process, you're going to learn to love deeper. You're going to learn to, uh, 
you know, care more, be more accountable. There's so many things that you're going to learn so that once you do get to that destination, you're going to be so much more equipped when you jump ahead of God. Uh, sometimes we miss all of those things that he can teach us that will be equipping us for what it has he has for us. And you think about those moments where we get impatient. If you look at the story of Abraham and Sarah, God promised Abraham his seed, but Sarah in her you know, and maybe it, and as moms, sometimes we may do things because we're just getting emotionally involved with our kids or our maternal instincts. You know, her longing to have a child made her make the mistake of saying, you know, take my maidservant. And, you know, that did not go well. So we need to look at the stories in the word. And as we're reading, we'll realize like how much we need to let go and let God take care of the plans that we stay focused on him. We talked in last week's episode of just staying fixated on him so that we don't go off of the path, that we don't get distracted. And um, when we take over our destination, we can often enter into it without being equipped. I think of new pastors who they're so frustrated because their church isn't growing or maybe just that new ministry. You don't understand why God I'm being I'm being accountable and I am serving you, but I don't understand why this thing isn't growing. And for that pastor who is who just keeps preaching over and over to that small congregation, what's happening in that process. It's hard because you're giving everything you have, but God's equipping you in the process with that one, maybe that one person who's attending church that is just rubbing you and wrong. And what he's doing is he's refining you and he is teaching you so that when you have that huge congregation, you can handle it. What it is he has you called to. So my thing that I want to say today is just be patient and watch you. You God's going to move no matter what, but watch your steps so that you don't get off your journey on the way to your destination that he has perfect just for you. I want to read to you one of Paul's writings. It's just such a good reminder of how while we're walking out the plan that God has for us, when he gets us to that destination and we're walking out our gifts or our calling, that we make sure we give him all of the credit because anytime that we get inside ourselves, we will stumble and fall. So this is 1 Corinthians 1, verse 25 through 31. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were When you were called, not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. What a blessing it was talking with you today. You know, my prayer is that within every Seriously Eve podcast, something will resonate with you and impart that unconditional love of Jesus. If you felt that today, 
I would like to invite you to visit us at www.seriouslyeve.com for more content. Follow us on Spotify, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Seriously Eve. Until next week, remember, chase God with everything in you and save yourself a lot of heartache by staying away from those forbidden apples. Love you and call you blessed.